Begin Podfix Network transmission in 3, 2, 1. 30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on that 8.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Reporting the roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading. Good evening. 30 seconds and counting. Good evening. That's like the Good Star Wars march. Always. Always. Good evening. That's what I've been Good doing. Evening. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, God. What's what's going on? We're in, your, we're in a different studio. Vlado's lost his plot. I, I've got no idea what's going on. I, 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 he had me. a plot. I did. It was a brilliant graph, okay. and now he's lost it. Oh, wait a minute. It's recording. Woohoo! Okay. Guess who's back? Back. Let's start again. Oh. Good evening. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. It's a bit like that. Sunday night, Sunday the 20th of February. <sighs> Sunday is, uh, it, it's not rocket surgery. A balmy evening here it's, in It's balmy. Yeah, yeah. I've got bits sweating. I don't need to know that. The no. audience doesn't need to know that. I know. We share. <laughs> Sometimes we overshare. Usually me. Have you tried talcum powder? No. That's, not, that's bad for you. It's bad for mm. you. How's it bad for you? Because it's it's bad for the environment. Oh, no. I just remember seeing, seeing stuff saying it was bad. Talcum powder is wow. bad. Talcum Perpetuating powder. pseudoscience is what we <laughs> No, we're not. Uh, tell me why talcum powder is good for you. What is talcum powder? It's is that talc rock or ground talc up rock, talc rock. Ninety eight point nine Northwest FM, your home of talc rock. It's the rock you have while you're singing in the shower. True, <laughs> uh, talcum is a clay mineral composed of hydrated uh, magnesium silicate. Uh, talc is a pow- in powder form, often combines with cornstarch to use as baby powder. Yes. So there's nothing wrong with that. So I, no, I retract my earlier statement. It's, it's, ba- it's baby powder. There were certain uh, lawsuits in America mm-hmm. about uh, you know, uh, people having certain – well, I think one person had a certain – I think it might have been cancer okay. who claimed that uh, there was a study out there that said it could cause cancer and got like – you know, $20 million mm-hmm. from Johnson Johnson with no scientific proof whatsoever. Yep. Except for there could be a possible link. Okay. Even though millions of people have this cancer. Maybe maybe that's what I heard back in the 90s and it's just stuck. No, it was about five years ago. Okay, well, then it's not that. <laughs> anyway. Talcum powder, baby powder. <laughs> Who are we? Pat, put it all over yourself. Try it. Try mm. Oh, the talcum powder show. Episode 310 of... Brought to you, not by... (laughs) by Johnson Johnson. Uh, It's Not Rocket Surgery is uh, what we are doing this Sunday, the 20th of February, 2022. In the studio with me, Vlado, for this mad ride that is It's Not Rocket Surgery and always is. Tony, how you doing? 
Awesome. 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 Awesome sauce. So the listeners will not realize we are in a different studio on a different system. So we're out of whack completely. I, everything's mirrored. To, you should have seen the fluster. The it was, was crazy. In. So I didn't start recording which until buttons 10 do I press? seconds. <laughs> which, which, this is not working. It, this, this is basically, I'm learning how to, how to use a system the way I learned how to swim. <laughs> thrown in. Were you thrown in as a child? Well, actually, I did get thrown in. I jumped in. To impress a 16-year-old when I was nine. You couldn't swim when you were nine? No. No? No. But you're a good Aussie. You would have been taken down to the swimming pool by school. In primary school, yeah, yeah. Like every, I was always, three times a year just, or Just something. like in the uh, in the reading groups, I was always in the bottom <laughs> bottom level. At the of bottom the, of the pool. <laughs> bottom of the pool for swimming too. <laughs> Yeah, so reading and swimming, were, I was, I was not, uh, I did not excel at those things. Yes, but you can swim now. I can swim now. I, I was surprised in America about how people, many people I knew, couldn't swim. Okay, because they didn't do the school thing hmm. that we did, which was you know, take you down, throw you in. Yeah, at birth, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now, I look, I have vivid memories of doing swimming at school every year. Having to take your swimming togs and towels and get that thing where they make taken you down. dress up completely, mm-hmm. throw you in, and say stay afloat. I never got to that stage. You never did that one. No, no, that's that's, that's for the advanced kids. <laughs> I thought that was just the kids I didn't like. <laughs> it could be like that. I mean, well, it's nice to know that they like me. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, on the show tonight, that's uh, your takeaway. I we've like we've got lots of stuff to talk. We've we've not been on on air for three weeks. Um, so things must have happened. In the, three lo- weeks. Lots of things have happened. So we've got we've got space stories, we've got entertainment stories, we've got biology stories, we've got technology stories. We might even have physics stories if we have time, and there might be physics stories in the miscellaneous section. So a lot has happened in three weeks. So stuff like um, uh, James Webb has taken its first image. Um, we've got uh, the uh, possible impact. We mentioned last time the, of the possible pending impact of. Uh, a SpaceX bit into the moon, but ah. now it's that's changed. So there's there's an update on that. It's not hitting the moon. Uh, something's hitting the moon, but mm. it's it's not Elon's fault this time. Hit that moon. But there are some other things that are Elon's fault. So we'll talk about Elon's fault stuff. Um, well, you know, I don't, don't it's you, it's up to, up to the a, a court to decide whether it's his fault. I, I don't. Happen. I don't think he caused a um, geomagnetic storm, did he? No, not that okay. I of, no. I didn't know about the geomagnetic storm. Was it? I didn't hear it. Well, well, we'll talk about it later. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, we've got some technology stories. Um, we've got uh, um, uh, entertainment stories. We're going to talk about Book of Boba. Okay. You've been uh, watching that? I've watched it. You watched it all? Yes. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. We'll okay, d- excellent. That sounds good. What yeah. about Peacemaker? What about Peacemaker? We're going to talk about Peacemaker? I've not seen Peacemaker. We'll talk about Peacemaker okay. as well. We'll talk about I'm adding it to the list. All right, boom. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just railroading the show now. I'm just saying. No, no, look. <laughs> Willy-dilly. Seat of our pants full of talcum. <laughs> that's that's what we do here on 98.9. Yes, just travel by our talcum-covered butts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we doing now, Blado? Um, well, I was expecting a station break to pop up there, but I don't know how this thing works. So yeah. it might not it might not work like that anymore. <laughs> um, it might just pop up and just start playing all by itself. Like, I don't like know. halfway through a sentence. It could be like just no. no uh, not if, that. if people are listening and 
um, please let us know that you're one that you're listening, and two, if the broadcast is cutting in and out. Because as I was driving in, and while we we're in here, it sounded like the the uh, the system had hiccups. Because every now and then, it'll do that, you know, like a skipping record. Yeah. Good. And tell us if you can hear us. Just to make sure that Vlado's pressed all the right yes. buttons. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we could just be theoretically. It, it is recording. Ourselves. I haven't touched any of the any of the broadcast stuff, so I, I shouldn't have broken any of that. It's just like playing songs and playing station breaks will uh, will be the challenge for me tonight. Sweet. This is community radio at its finest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so we'll play songs We'll do our usual bit If, Like I said If you want to say hello You can do so on Twitter And on Facebook At R-C-K-T-S-R-G Why that's rocket surgery With no vowels um, So we're, we're Sans um, Sans Andrew And Jeff And Jeff So Just the two of us Just yes. the two of us We can make it if we try No No I got you, babe. <laughs> Give me some loving. Uh, um, <laughs> Maria's Maria's liked uh, the announcement on on Facebook. Said, "Yeah, so good. You boys are back safe and well." Uh, so yes, thank you, Maria. Um, say hello while we're on on air, Michelle. Send us a hello. You know, I know you're ironing, so <laughs> it's not like you're doing anything. Wow. We are getting desperate. You're feeling lonely. So desperate. I'm, not, I'm in the room with you. I'm just worried that this thing's not going to work. Okay. Uh, how about we uh, get into some of these stories? What do you reckon? Okay. So we'll start with the valet. Start with the, the valet. Yes. We'll start with the valet. Um, who passed away? Uh, Ivan. Ivan Reichman. Yes. C- comic genius. Well, you know, you look at some of the things he's done. The answer is yes. 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 Stop or my mum will shoot. Look at some of the things he's done. <laughs> you know, we all don't have perfect records. <laughs> so what has he done, Tony? What has be- he done? Be- probably best known for twins. Ghostbusters. Twins. That's the word you mean. The original Ghostbusters. <laughs> Not the remake. Not the 19... The, the all female Well, remake. Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Less known for Cannibal Girls, but was one of his first masterpieces. Cannibal Girls. Cannibal Girls, obviously. Great thing, 1973. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all remember Meatballs with uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Early on. Stripes, obviously. Mm-hmm. The classics. Oh, uh, Animal House. Uh, he didn't direct Animal House. He was a writer, I think, okay. for Animal House. For the... Oh, maybe not. Space Jam. Let's forget those. And the other... The other work of genius, Kindergarten Cop, which I think mm, is... It's not a tumor. I, I think it's what's in his best comedy movie. Yes, without a doubt. I, I think so. So, uh, Well, what are these other options? Twins? Um, uh, Hercules in New York? Hercules in New York. <laughs> it was entirely spent, dubbed. That wasn't intended to be a comedy, but it was. Yeah. Um, look, he, he, could be, he could be funny. So, uh, so Ivan Reichman... Passed away at the age of 75. Yes. Canadian. Um, right when he was born in Czechoslovakia. There you go. There you go. Um, yes. So, 75, comic genius, director, producer, extraordinaire. Yeah. So, Talented guy. Gave us lots of laughs. Yes. yes. We should play, play, maybe play Ghostbusters for him. Dum, bit, dum, bit of dum, Ray Parker dum, Jr. because apparently he directed the uh, video clip as well. 
Well, was Running Man a comedy is my question to you. Was Running Man a comedy? I don't know. I've never seen it. You've um, never seen Running Man? I've never seen Running Man. Wow. With Mr. Freeze. That That's like just... Oh, True Lies. That's his other True comedy. Lie. Yeah, that's, yeah. Which is very good. Very, very Absolutely very good. Yeah. Uh, better than Jingle All The Way. So, <laughs> shall we... Better so, Valet, Ivan Reitman. Valet. Uh, yes. Given us plenty of entertainment over the years, I must say. Yes, and look... Exposed some uh, some the uh, media headed actors to the comic the the genre of comic comedy. The media headed actors. Hmm. What's a media headed actor? A meteor headed. Oh, meatheads, you know. Oh, um, meteor. Hmm. Okay. You know. <laughs> cool. Non-vegan actors. So, so you're basically talking about Stallone and <laughs> Stop My Mumbles. <laughs> That's right. And Arnold Schwarzenegger in the the Kitty aforementioned cop, yeah. cop. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he was a producer of Animal House. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there's a good, uh, there's a good uh, not documentary, but uh, dramatised um, thing on Netflix about the starting and of National Lampoons. Okay. It's quite amusing. Okay. Um, a, a, like silly and futile venture or something it's called. All right. It's, um, yeah, quite entertaining and sort of insightful to... The Do early years of uh, National Lampoons. Oh, we'll, we'll check it out. Guess what? Station Break has popped up. Sweet. So this, we should do this, one. This thing works. Let's do it. Let's see if I can it, get it to, work, to play. Believe our machine overlords. All right. So let's try this. And uh, hopefully we'll be back in, what, about a minute. So, okay. Oh, actually, oh, we'll go straight into a song. That's our usual way of doing things, <laughs> yes. So all right, we'll be back in probably about four minutes. Back soon. So, so. Ah, it didn't play. Uh, play. Why isn't it playing? I hadn't. Yeah, come, on, come on, play. Are we going to air now? We're, we're still on air. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So that's you right. Know, no. you, you haven't uh, killed us completely. No, no, just, no. I didn't. I didn't. T- I didn't say, turn the microphones off. Having trouble with the technology. Yeah. Um. Let's see if I can get this thing to play. Play. No. It's not voice control, Vlado. <laughs> if you yell at it, clearly it's not voice it control. Um, that that's an excellent. It, it worked before. Yeah, there we go. It's working. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Who you gonna call? <laughs> really? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Can't call. Can't call Ivan. Yeah, so uh, you know, can't ask Tunes Monkey who that was now. No, who was that, Jeff? Crickets. Sons. Crickets. That was uh, Ray Parker Jr. with Ghostbusters. You have to ask Virtuoso Vlado. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Virtuoso Vlado. Yeah. Okay. Um, Vexillologist Vlado, thank you very much. Vexillologist yeah. Vlado. Not sure where flags count in. They in don't. There's <laughs> completely. Well, that's a grand old flag. Grand old flag. The only flag song that comes to mind. I wonder if there's anything about flags on uh, on on Jazzla. <laughs> flag, um, flagpole sitter. That sounds a great song by Harvey Danger. There maybe, you go. Maybe we could play that later. All right. How about we, we love a last name like Danger? Absolutely, Vlado Danger. <laughs> it's like it's such a rock and laugh. It's better than Hunt. Vlado Hunt. Mm. Mm. But the thing is, I've got a son called Michael. 
Michael Danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be much better. I'm mm. sure he'd like that name. I'm sure he would. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. It's not rock surgery here on 98.9 Northwest FM. Science, technology, geek, culture this uh, 20th of February, 2022. Ooh. It's uh, 10.51. So it's the 20th of the two... For two, two zero two. zero two two zero two two. It's all twos and all zeros. Two. Yes. It's almost binary, but not. <laughs> Trinary. More tutus than a ba- ba- ballet <laughs> class. Uh, gosh. We, we're, we're golden. Uh, <laughs> Jeff. Not Jeff. George. 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 George, says, George I'm listening. I'm keen to hear your segment about the Book of Boba Fett, a.k.a. Sweet. Mando 2.5. We'll tell you all, all about it. Although I thought George had seen it. I thought he'd, I'd he'd seen, seen post. He'd seen Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he's keen to get our view, yeah. our, our take on it. I had a feeling he wasn't a fan from memory. Really? I know. I have to. Back <laughs> uh, we can talk about that now if you want. Entertainment to start with. Well, we're talking we're about Ivan Ivan Reichman. The, the, the other stuff with the Vale was just okay. miscellaneous, so we can throw it in. Where? So tell us about the book of Boba Fett slash the Mandalorian two book the book the book the book Boba Fett. Yes. Uh, on Disney Plus. Um, just completed what last week, week before last, last week, last yeah. year. Uh, what, was it eight episodes, six episodes? Mm. If, if like anyway, it felt like there was like three episodes about Boba and three episodes about Mando, <laughs> and then one about both of them. Yeah. Um. It it it. Uh, I, wow. I'm going to put up the, the score up front. I'm going to declare. I rated probably about a six out of ten. Well, it's a pass. It's a pass. Um, seven episodes. Seven episodes. Um, I, I like the first few episodes, but you know what? What got me was the thing that really upset me about Bukaboba. Yeah. One was the Wiggles. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. The the cyborg mafia that um, Boba recruited. You know the. The modified kids oh, on, on the, the on the, the kids. on the scooters, the mods. But the mods, but they were supposed to look like mods. I know. Supposed to look like sixties uh, mods yeah, on vespers. But the wiggle vespers. Ooh, you had to tell them apart by the color of the vespa. And then, and in that same episode was the uh, Back to the Future scene. The the, the the chase and then the crash into the, uh, the 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 pile of stuff fell into the you know it was it and was someone on a hoverboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was back to the future. It was. It was anyway. An homage. Homage. Too many homages. Not enough new story. I. I liked. I liked what they did with Boba, the character. A lot of people yeah. didn't. He didn't seem to do much. No, but what they did, what they showed of his backstory, how he got out of. I like the backstory stuff. But, yeah, I like him as a, a front story. He. He didn't do much. <laughs> Again, but that's more about Disney. not actually making the most yeah. of seven episodes and telling a story about Boba Fett for seven episodes. They, they diverted and told two and a half episodes of freaking Mandalorian and 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 Baby Yoda. Yeah. And, and, a, bit, I, I, and, a, and a bit more uh, young Luke CGI. Yeah. And look, the, the CGI's gotten better. Yeah, because they hired the guy who did the deep fake. Yeah, I know. From the last one. Uh-huh. So when they, when they did the last one... The deep fake guy goes, oh, look, I, I can do much better. so much yeah. better. Mm-hmm. And they went, okay, you're hired and did it for this one. And yeah. so it looked pretty good. It did. 
So, um, so what did you think of Book of Boba Fett? Look, I didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I kind of liked it. Okay. What you had to ignore was it was not much about Boba Fett. <laughs> but that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like uh, Fennec Shend as a character. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's offsider. Yep. She has far more personality Agent, than he does. Agent May. And she's, you know. And she's covered in a mask most mm-hmm. more than he is. That's true. So, you know. Um, it is her way. It is her <laughs> way. I didn't mind the Mandalorian insert because, you know, that was really what we're interested in anyway. Yeah, but I think there were two episodes that could have been the start of the Mandalorian season three. Yeah, yeah. It was just leading up to why we start the Mandalorian season three or two. Mm-hmm. Three. We've had two well, seasons. Well, three. Why we start three with with Baby Yoda back? Because mm-hmm. the Mandalorian wouldn't have been anything without Baby Yoda. So no. we had to have an in between time so that well, didn't waste you could have had it. You could have had a whole series where, or half a series of him and and Grogu getting back together. You could have, but you know, then you waste the adventure time. <laughs> so, so you know, I didn't mind that. The the end uh, battle was a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, didn't have much. Uh, Not much stakes. Stakes. Mm. It was it was very no. western. It was very western in its feel. Yeah, Again, yeah. but what they were going from Mandalorian and um, and like the the local villagers turning up to help yeah. out. And, and you know, they may have killed off Tim of the elephant. No, they haven't. Who's a, who's another? Yeah. Talent they've wasted. Cad Bane. Yeah. No, he's 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 still alive. He's in the he's mm. in the he's in the thing. But you know, they they it means they could make more of him in the future. Oh, they will because he's you know he's also got more personality than the Mandalorian uh, than Boba. But then again, is Boba supposed to have much personality? Well, the, the, he was a mysterious character. Yeah, and he's didn't have a lot of lines. Yeah, but then he's kind of turned into a soft character and look i didn't mind that as a as a as a character arc i mean and you can still see yeah i've been buried for you know how many years in a sarlacc slowly dissolving Mm. and being kept alive it should be pierced (laughs) should should just be seeking revenge well and uh, that was one of and i know george was uh, a big fan of that scene where he gets revenge on the sarlacc yeah yeah (laughs) so that that is a, a great. Um, so six six is probably good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I yeah, mm-hmm. it just wasn't wasn't cohesive. I no. don't think. But anyway, uh, George gives it a six and a half. Six and a half from George. Mm-hmm. So that leads us on to Peacemaker. Uh, b- before that, um, one of the things the article basically I've got an article how. Um, Star Wars makes uh, Luke Skywalker's New Hope feat a little less impressive. The scene where the uh, Womp Rat basically attacks uh, um, the mechanic from the Mandalorian. What's yep. um, Basically, a Womp Rat's huge, vicious creature. Well, they're about two metres. Hmm. <laughs> but, but, but I guess unless when you see it, then you realise, shit, this is a big thing. It's, it's an RUS, really. Yeah. Ah, US. Yeah. Yeah. A rat of unusual size. That's right, yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we, I, we, for the first time, we get to see a Womp Rat on, on screen. So yes. Much referenced, but uh, never seen before. Um, but yeah, that, that creature was uh, 
was yeah, a surprise. Well, you know, I just thought they were things they targeted and flew mm. around. And, yep. Yeah. Target practice, really. Target for, practice. For Luke and his mates. Mm-hmm. Joyriding across Tatooine. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Tell us about Peacemaker. Peacemaker is the, uh, the superhero. It's uh, a spin-off. It's got John Cena in it. Yeah. Spin-off to the Suicide last Squad. Suicide Squad. Let's call it the first Suicide Squad and ignore the first one. Okay. That, that might be a good one. That's like the reverse of Highlander. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, there's a Highlander too. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're mistaken. <laughs> uh, so, by the way, they're remaking High- Highlander. Cool. With um, Christopher Lambert. No, I'm. See, I want to say Harvey Keitel, <laughs> Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill. So the Witcher as uh, Batman, uh, as Superman. Uh, as Superman, The Witcher, and Highlander. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the man from Uncle. Is he? Mm. Oh, there you go. So, anyway, where were we? Oh, uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. So, they've um, made a series. It's okay. finished. They've, they've done their run. They've sort of run at the same time as Boba. Okay. Um, a a follow-on to the, the last uh, Suicide Squad and pretty much kept the, the, the theme, the humour, the, okay. the same feel. So it was quite good. I enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed it more than Boba Fett, I must say. Okay. Um, yes. Where Wacky, is, weird, just like the... the so where is this available to, to what to watch? That's a, Streaming that's services? That's a good question. I hmm? think Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Okay. Yep. I, I really didn't like the fact that Paramount Plus is now an additional cost to Disney Plus. So. Well, they're two different companies. Yeah, but they were... Uh, no, on pri- uh, sorry, Amazon Prime. So it used to be on Amazon Prime. So the previous uh, series of Discovery was available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, that's because Paramount hadn't set up their own streaming service. In Australia, no. They were just yeah. selling it off. So, yes. Okay. So, you know, there's going to be there's gonna be another 20. This this could be my tech prediction. Uh-huh. Predictions, okay. That there'll be like another 10 streaming By the end of the year. By the end of the year. Wow. Right. Because they're just splintering, and at the moment, you know, you've got to pay ten bucks for all these different services. It's getting a bit silly. Yeah, but, well, but I mean, we saw that in America with Crackle and Hulu, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, guess anyway. what? Guess what popped up on the screen again? A station break. Another station break. Wow! So we need to do a station break. Fun. I don't know how to do this now. Okay, we'll do a <laughs> station break. We'll do a song. And we'll come back and actually talk some other stuff. Yeah. So this is a test. No one's watching, but no, it's a test. This, this is a test. Here we go. And we're back. Tony, who was that? That was Old Town Road. By? The person who does Old Town Road. <laughs> that was actually a mess up. Mess, mess up. A mess up. A mess up. So that's where you uh, gather them all together and they create their own gravity. <laughs> no, I was actually thinking yeah. a religious experience, but anyway, gravity works too. The Higgs boson. Gravity does work, yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that was that was Take Me Home Old Death Valley Road. Okay. Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus versus Fallout Boy versus John Denver. Nice. Some, Take me some home. some great musicians there and Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Yes, I mean he's a he's a misunderstood music genius. People still talk about him now. Achy breaky heart. How many how many artists from the early nineties can can have that impact? That Madonna. mullet. That mullet. 
Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about we talk to Craig someone? McLaughlin. Dave McLaughlin. Oh, Craig McLaughlin. Hey, Mona. Hey, Mona. Um, other stories we've got. What do you want to do? Are we, where, we've done in what, Where, what, huh? What we, other? We just made up some stories so you can actually use the ones you planned now. All right. Uh, the Razzies. The Razzies. The Razzies. Well, we are in entertainment. We are in entertainment. Well, the, the, the Razzies, um, Space Jam, the remake with uh, LeBron did well in the Razzies. So the Razzies, <laughs> for people who don't know what the Razzies are, um, are basically the, the, uh, Bad, worst movies of the year. So always announced um, at the same time as the Oscars. So basically the nominations or the winners will be revealed before the Oscars in March. Mm-hmm. So uh, worst picture basic nominations are Diane the Musical. Diana the Musical. Have you seen that? No. Is that actually a thing? Right, is it a movie? I, apparently so. It's a Netflix version. Uh, Infinite, Karen, Space Jam, A New Legacy and The Woman in the Window. The Woman in the Window. Now, I only know of Space Jam, The Legacy, because that was LeBron's thing. Worst actor, Scott Eastwood, Joe uh, Hartrumpf, LeBron James, um, Ben Platt, and Mark Wahlberg in Infinite. Is Infinite the one with, um, what's his name, Uh, Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Is it the, the buddy... No. No? No. I saw that advertised. Infinite. I think I saw Infinite. And I've wiped it out of my brain, so it can't have been that. Mm. Worst actress, Amy Adams um, for The Woman in the Window. Uh, Gina DeWall, Megan Fox, uh, Taryn Manning in Karen, and Ruby Rose, Australian. Australian, oh. Australian representation here. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Infinite. He's... It's where they, when they die, they they uh, take over another body and they live forever. Okay. And then they're battling within themselves. It's your typical tripe. Tripe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, Ben Affleck, the last jewel. We spoke about the last jewel before. I hadn't heard about the last last jewel, but apparently, it's millennials are killing the killing the last jewel. They're just uh, the last jewel. Like no, apparently not. It's about knights and stuff, hmm. right? Yeah. And the, and the director came out and says, "Because millennials, they just don't understand good good movies, and it's they're the, they're the re- reason to blame for it not doing as well as oh, it uh, expected." There you go. That's good. Um, and so, so I did watch the Green Knight. I didn't mind the Green Knight. The Green Knight. Yes, it's a you know it's an Arthurian legend. Okay. Uh, one. But with what Ryan Reynolds playing a? No, it's no? yeah, it's um, the guy from Lion. If you remember Lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays the Green Knight. Oh, okay. Oh, he plays the Knight. All right. So, look, the, the, the whole list of uh, bad actors and bad screenplays, etc., not get nominations for the mis- uh, the Razzies. Check it out. Uh, announcements will be prior to the Oscars announcement. Um, what else we've got in entertainment before we move elsewhere? Gwaine. That's who he plays. Gwaine. Gwaine. Gwaine Wayne. Gwaine uh, the Rock Gwaine. Johnson. From Gwaine the Rock Martin. Johnson. No, not Gwaine the Rock. <laughs> Although I was happy to see him at the start of the Super Bowl this year. Okay. He did the intro just like he was doing the wrestling. So, intro. All right, so you watched your Super Bowl? I did. What did you think? Oh, it wasn't a bad game. No? No. Oh. It was some good defence, so... Yeah? It was uh, not overly high scoring, but wasn't 
like shut down completely. So. Injuries, bad bad refereeing. Nah. Come on, grabbing the face mask and then the, basically yeah, he was, ter- he was had his back to the uh, around, to the referee, the, and you can't um, review pass interference. So okay, yeah, if they miss it, they miss it. Okay. Anyway, I'm glad that the Rams won because I'm a Rams fan and I tipped them to, to win at the start of the year. So you did. I ended up tip, winning the, the tipping comp- competition in terms of the, the full year thing. So. That was one of those things at the end. They still had enough time to tie it up and put in overtime, but they didn't quite make it. So Okay. Um, Michelle's chimed in. She's listening. Um, she says, don't think Scott Eastwood has to act well. He gets by on his looks. Wow. Anyway. That's that's, and it's so sexist. If I said that about a female actress, I'll I'll get in trouble. Well, you know, you deal with your problems. <laughs> uh, the, oh, the, there's um, oh, performance by Bruce Willis in. Oh, but he, that's a special yeah, category. In, in anything that he's acted in gets nominated as a worst performance for. But did he really have this many movies last? That's year? what surprised me. There's like eight nominations there or something like that. I did watch Comic Sin. Uh-huh. Not good. Okay. I don't think I've seen the others. Um, but uh, Jared Leto was worst supporting actor. Yeah. Where he was uh, tipped to get a um, best supporting actor in the Oscars. In the Oscars. And okay. I don't think he got nominated for okay. House of Gucci. So. So he gets, he gets a, a Razzie instead. He's, he's still got. He's still got uh, a, a nod. Uh, so, a couple of quick ones. Other ones. Uh, Halo, the TV uh, TV show debuts on. Yeah. Well, with Do you the, watch the trailer. The trailer. I watched the trailer. What What were you thinking? It looks all right. I prefer I prefer Red versus Blue. Well, no, Red versus Blue got quite boring. Oh look! I mean, I, I only think I watched the first couple of seasons. There you. <laughs> Where? Uh, oh no! It looked interesting. Mm-hmm. Look like they're making a story out of it. Yep. So we'll see. Yep. I'm not sure. You know, it might fall into the problem with um, most say, games. Well, games even Mandalorian, turn- right? Mm-hmm. Which luckily, yeah, they did it well. Yep. But when your when your main characters are wearing a helmet most mm. of the time, yep, it's very hard to, to mm-hmm. get the acting in there. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. Look, it it will be interesting. So, but um, it was interesting to see if they're able to turn a game franchise into a successful TV slash movie type thing, because most of them fail. Most of them fail. Mm-hmm. Um, Resident Evil seems to have gone all right. Yes, it's got several. Well, uh, how many? Well, they're up to like Resident Evil seventy four, five now. billion and two. Or it's something. like it's, it's like the new Rocky. <laughs> it is. Um, so, what was the first? Movie based on a video game, Pong. Pong the movie. I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What you, what, I, I remember what a sketch about it. Um. Uh. Gosh. No idea. Do you know? I. It was asked me the other day, uh-huh. and I said, uh, "Mario Brothers." Mario Brothers. With, Pac-Man. Was there? A, there was a Pac-Man movie. Was no, there? There was Pac-Man cartoon series. Okay. But movies-wise, with uh, Bob Hoskins, uh-huh. Mario Brothers. That's true. And that was the actually answer. the first one. Because okay. Tron didn't count because it wasn't based on a video game. It was about video, video games. games. And they did make a video game And they from made the video movie, games yeah. out of it. Because uh, I remember playing Tron at the, an arca- arcade. Oh, it was so bad. On Elizabeth Street. Yeah. The one they had to go down, down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Time zone. Next to McDonald's. Yeah. 
That, oh, this one. I was actually reminiscing about that this <laughs> week too. <laughs> Time zone. Because hmm. I was trying to explain to a young person <laughs> how video game arcades weren't ones that gave you tickets. No. No, no. <laughs> you used to go in, you put 20 cents in. Well, and it's what do you get? The fun of playing That's the right. game. Which and you, were designed to try and eat your 20 cents as fast as they could. And then if, if you wanted to play and you were the next person up, you put your 20 cents on there and that yeah. was your 20 cent piece and you were the next one to play. That's right. Yeah. Just like pool table. Correct. Still. Kids just don't understand that. No? No. Anyway. Anyway. So we di- diverged. But that was my um, my my haunt of choice too. That, uh, that time zone. Yeah. Downstairs. Mm-hmm. They had some good games in there. I, I used to play... Um, the 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 um, spy one it was like 007. Um The car one, Spy n- Hunter. No, not Spy Hunter. Um, the Walking Gold Eye. Gold? No, it wasn't. Uh, no. Anyway, we've digressed enough. How about we? we have. What else we got? Uh, we did an entertainment. Uh, space. Space. It is. It is twenty past. It's seventeen. Sixteen past. Eleven. Another station breaks popped up. Has it? Yeah. Uh, we better obey our overlords. We need to do that. Uh, we'll do a song and we'll come back oh, and and we'll get into space and we'll, and we'll get into space. We'll we got to launch our space <laughs> segment. Yes, uh, so it'll be a blast. Tony and I will be back in a little while. And we're back. What was that, Flutter? That was "Good Morning World" by Burnout Syndrome, the uh, intro song for season one of Doctor Stone. Doctor Stone. Doctor Stone is an Anime about science. Get excited. One billion percent sure that you should watch that. One billion percent sure. I should, is it new or is it old? So the, uh, season one and two are available uh, on Funmation, so anime streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, season three is out, I believe, in Japan, but it hasn't been dubbed into English yet, so... Um, I, will, I will talk to my youngest, who's my expert on anime. anime. Yeah, so my kids are all—they're all weebs. They all love anime, and so we weebs. So, weebs is a word for kids who like or people who are into anime. Weebs. Weebs. Oh, this is the most education this show's <laughs> been for a long time. So yes, I'm learning new stuff. Weebs. Uh, so that that was the. Uh, um, so with the a lot of the anime, they'll have different different intros and outros uh, mm-hmm. as the seasons go along. So this was the season one intro song. Cool. Good morning, world. Uh, some good J Rock by Burnout Syndrome. Cool. Cool. A J Rock band. J Rock. Japanese yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I'm just, I, I I got the you interest. know that much. Well, uh, I know what K Rock is. <laughs> Korean rock. Yes. A Rock. American rock. No. Afghanistan rock. <laughs> Albanian rock. <laughs> a rock is a you know a, a thing that you find beside the road. I'll let you have that one. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about we, we we promise space? Let's do space. So the rocket that was reportedly a SpaceX uh, stage two rocket. I think we may have reported it as well. Well, it was we reported it based on what the, well, what the news was saying. We don't really report stuff, we just repeat other people's you stuff. Know. Yeah. We're we're a curator of knowledge. <laughs> um so the rocket um that was set to uh, crash into the moon is still going to crash into the moon. Still tumbling its way towards Correct. a but apparently death. it's not a SpaceX rocket. It's a uh, Chang'e 5T1 rocket. Really? Yep. So, um, 
to those people who were uh, talking about suing Elon Musk for... Uh, for what? For Apparently it's illegal to litter on the moon. Yeah, but who sues them? Who has standing to sue them? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The, it, well, it's a breach of the international uh, international space law. So basically the countries that are responsible for those sort of things are, are required or supposed to... All signatories to the, those laws are supposed to ensure that those uh, agreed so principles... About the there was like three shots to the moon last two years, right? Mm-hmm. There was the uh, the Israeli one yep. that were growing a plant. Mm-hmm. And it crashed the seeds all over the... That's right. Did they get sued for littering? No, probably not. No. No. So, you know, yeah. it seems a little, little, little bit of a stretch. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, I was listening to, you know the bags of poop that the astronauts left on the moon? That is the... Highest concentration of carbon on the moon. There you go. Because there's no carbon on the moon. Well, very little. And, and nutrients. And you mm. could grow a potato in it. Mm, you could. Neil Armstrong's poop. Oh, that'd be a historic uh, potato, wouldn't it? <laughs> mm. One small spud for man. <laughs> One giant chip <laughs> for mankind. Uh, th- we had a story about the... Uh, about Astronaut poop um, in the list. Basically, there's, uh, NASA have uh, released the transcript of uh, of some of the previously confidential um, uh, re- making of mo- fake moon landings. Apparently, there was a two turds went, went flying in the capsule. Two what? Two turds. Ah, I'm not, and I'm not two thirds of what? <laughs> not, it's not my <laughs> Irish accent. <laughs> two turds. Um, uh, so there's a there's a transcript you can read. Was there a fan in the capsule? <laughs> <laughs> Floating mystery turds in, uh, interrupted Apollo ten mission. So yeah. I uh, imagine those things get out. Yeah, but all all the uh, the pilots were saying, "That's not the astronauts were saying, that's not mine." Go, well, how do you know? <laughs> I didn't need that corn. <laughs> where did it come from? Anyway, um, where were we? We were talking about... Um, you were talking about flying space turds. Flying space turds. <laughs> turds. Um, yeah, so the, that's, SpaceX is not going to get sued. You know, you know, Legal experts believe there could be grounds for um, uh, suing whoever's responsible for the crash. So we can sue China. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to care. Yes. Uh, Derrick SpaceX, Lunar Launch, interesting question. Legal, uh, legality for dumping a glorified piece of trash on the moon. I'm not sure dumping... Yeah, well, you know, like it's when, when it's out there and yeah. the gravity of the moon pulls it towards mm-hmm. it, it's not really dumping. It's the moon claiming it. Yes, <laughs> I want this. Yeah, mine, <laughs> mine. mine, yeah. It goes on. All right. Uh, in other talk, talk about reclaiming the Earth's going to reclaim the ISS in twenty thirty one. You mean it's going to come down in a fiery space? It's going to be deorbited. So the NASA's announced the ISS will be deorbited. What year? 2031. 2031. That's longer than its mission was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. It's like the Voyager. Yeah. What are we replacing it with? Uh, that haven't... I want to capture an asteroid. Okay. Put it in Earth orbit and hollow it out. Ah. And use it as a giant space station. Okay. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. That's, that's something that would be uh, probably of interest to Elon Musk. Because that be. sounds super villainish. It does. <laughs> Stuff your hollowed out volcanoes. <laughs> I've got a hollowed out asteroid. So um, the 
Uh, NASA's plan to retire the uh, ISS by 2031 by crashing into the Pacific Ocean, basically hitting the largest, uh, the largest bit of body of water, body of water, least inhabited part of the globe, um, and they've got you know a bit better, a bit more experience than in the, the so Chinese. When they dropped Skylab mm. in the Australian desert. Well, you know that was that was a bit of an accident, you know. Mm. So, but the other good thing about a giant asteroid mm-hmm. is it would be its own radiation shield. Well, yeah, as long as you had nice thick, you'd have to, yeah, rocky walls. So it can't be a brick veneer asteroid. No, it's probably double brick. No, no, yeah. double brick or you know, solid like it's more. It's more like, like heavy mud brick yeah. places. It's like living in Cooper Pedy hmm. yeah. uh, underground. Yeah. Hmm. All right, make that. Where were we? Uh, the, so, speaking of asteroids, NASA's confirmed that Earth is a second Trojan asteroid. See? Mm. I, can, I can segue I with the best segue. So, we can capture that. Yeah. And we put it in our orbit around the Earth. Yep. So, what's a Trojan asteroid? A Trojan asteroid is... One looks like a horse? It is. Yeah. It's full of Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> Which these days are condoms, but... <laughs> Extra large, I believe. Well, you know... Mm. We we all have our personal <laughs> choice. Um, no, the Trojan asteroids are, are other moons uh-huh. that basically follow the Earth's orbit. They don't orbit around the mm-hmm. Earth. They have an orbit that sort of is in line with the Earth's orbit. Okay, so it's within Earth's orbit, but but spinning in a in a non elliptical. Yeah, pattern. they kind of have a funny orbit because they're affected by the moon and the Earth and okay. other planets, so they sort of circle back to the Earth. Okay. So, so, so this is a second confirmed one. So basically, they said that they've seen hints of this going back to um, December twenty twenty, um, but there wasn't enough data at the time to confirm the asteroid dubbed twenty twenty XL five really was a Trojan. Um, so yeah. Went back through 10 years of archived uh, sky surveys discovering a faint speck buried in the data going back to 2012. Um, pieced together the information, worked out the space rock's path and size. There you go. So this thing's flying around, um, mm. sharing our orbit, but not orbiting Earth. Yes. Uh, uh, Earth Trojan is an asteroid that orbits the sun in the vicinity of the Earth's sun Lagrangian points. Lagrange. Lagrange. Wow, 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 wow. Yes. Uh, five Lagrange points, but only L4 and L5 are able to draw in something mm. wandering past and keep it captive for a while. So we just got to uh, watch out for the Webb telescope that one doesn't well, hit it. Well, that's at L1, so it's not within... L2, sorry. Mm. The other far side, yeah. Lagrange. So it's in, the, in Earth's shadow. There you go. Five Lagrange points. That's it. And a Trojan asteroid we can hollow out mm-hmm. for our evil plans. What would you do with a hollowed out asteroid? That is oh, the possibilities. What are the possibilities? Because given it's not actually orbiting Earth, it's sort of just in our... In our disco. Disco. <laughs> <laughs> disco asteroid. Like bathhouse. Bathhouse. Yep. Yeah, lots of spas and baths. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like Dalesford. It's hard to keep the water <laughs> in like the bath because it keeps floating Zero out. gravity day spa. It, it I, advertising I think it itself. That's right. I think, you, I think you can produce the brochure now and we have a zero gravity day spa. Yeah. Oh, the, the things you could do with it. Yeah. Right. 
Look out, Dalesford. Look out, Dalesford. We're going to have, uh, you know, some uh, hot, hot asteroid rock uh, massages. Oh, yeah. Cupping? No. No cupping? No. No? No. That's pseudoscience. That's that's terrible stuff. <laughs> what about those hot cups they actually put on your back? That's cupping. Oh, I was talking about a different type of cupping. <laughs> you know. Yes, there will be herbal teas. Herbal teas. Okay, correct. cool. All right. Moving on. Um, NASA unveils the first image from the James Webb Space Telescope. Is that the one of itself or the one that it took calibrating So the, the one of itself was technically its second one. The first one was uh, calibrating. So it picked, it picked a star. Uh, which it took was, a couple of pictures so it could start to line itself up. So all 18 mirrors or 18, uh, yeah, all 18 mirrors, uh, focused on this one star, and then they use that one star to calibrate. So then they combine all of those into a single image. Yep. Um, it was, they were all uh, fuzzy. I almost said furry, but no, it's different. No, no. All, all a bit fuzzy. fuzzy. Um, so basically used it to align and calibrate the uh, the James Webb Telescope. It's pretty funky. Cool. And then they used uh, the camera to take a selfie. So there's a first James yeah, Webb so selfie. Yeah, we're actually here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if you don't take a photo, it didn't happen. That's right. It's got its iPhone and it's <laughs> flipped it around. Um, what else we've got in space? The uh, NASA unveils the first image. We already just mentioned that. Why have I got that four times? Because um, you were very excited The about Parker it. Space Telescope captured the first visible... The uh, Parker? Parker. You know the one that's going past the uh, touching the sun? That's the Parker. Parker, yeah. Is that named after the um, chauffeur from... Um, in National Rescue, Thunderbirds. Uh, I don't know. Probably. Parker. No, I don't think so. Named after a a jacket you wear to to the uh, on a cold day. Visible light image. Uh, first visible light image uh, um, tells scientists more about the geology and minerals of Venus. Um, oh, this is where you find out they're not aliens living in the yeah, clouds. Yeah, but we found that out a lot earlier. We did. But you know, they're, they're actually sharing, uh, sharing the images of it. So, um, so yes, no aliens, no aliens on Venus, no aliens on Venus. Well, we need to do a station break. It is ten thirty-six here on ninety eight point nine. This feels like we're doing a lot of it's, station it breaks. It feels a little bit more, doesn't it? You know, you know, new system. Okay, all right. Um, but we've only played three songs, and we're over an hour in. So, okay. Do it again. We'll do it again. Station break. Samuel. Station break. Song, and we'll be back in a little while. And we're back. And what was that abomination, (laughs) Vlad? Oh, it was Luna with uh, Sweet Child of Mine, the cover. Yes. Yes, a very slow, droning, because it was, um, painful cover. <laughs> it was... Uh, no, no, I'll tell Axel, you what I really think. Axel Rose's birthday the other day, so... And this is what you do to him. <laughs> wow. Happy 60th, Axel. Happy 60th, we've just destroyed your song. <laughs> Not the same without the gravel. Like a tumor. All right, we're back. We need to, we'll finish off these space stories before we move into... We're running out of time. It's no, we've got plenty of almost time. Almost quarter to 12. Uh, first quadruple asteroid system discovered. A quadruple So basically it's an asteroid with four, three, three moons, four moons? Three moons. So it's just bunches of rock. So Electra. Orbiting in formation. Yes, so Electra is quite a large asteroid for asteroids. 
that's good for her. It's about it's 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 bigger than forty eight of the uh, U.S. states. That's the, what this article says. Bigger than 48 of the... Yeah, so it's so not bigger than Alaska and it's not bigger than Texas. Texas. So it's bigger than all the not bigger than California. No. Well, it'd be bigger than California. Because Alaska and Texas are the two, two biggest. Next one's California. So there are 48 states. Uh, 50 states. So it's of the size in between Texas and California. Correct. Oh, that's how handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many Delawares is that? I don't know. Doesn't matter. That's a lot of Delawares. So, elect- 130 Electra has three moons, not two as previously thought. So, basically, this is the first time they've actually seen four bodies orbiting an asteroid. So, that's it. Moving on. That's it. Yeah. But what's it mean? Well, it means that they've, they're able to detect such small orb- uh, small bodies around smaller bodies so you know we capture these and you can actually you should capture electra and you have moons so you can actually have day spars off your day spa so you'd have a a middle hub mm. where you'd have your main day spa yeah you go off with mm. your hot rocks at, at one and yeah. nail treatments at another uh-huh. ah. well, it will be like you have your your hub and then you can have those private cabins and the other ones it'll be like an airbnb Airbnb, asteroid BNB. Um, in other space news, what's the temperature of Uranus? Mm, <laughs> about get your finger out. Thirty-eight degrees, 38. No, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, no, I'm talking about the the planet. Uh, temperature on Uranus varies drastically between the core and the atmosphere. The core and the atmosphere. Uh, between minus three hundred twenty degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. Or well, 195, negative 195 Celsius. Um, holds a record for the coldest temperature ever measured in the solar system at uh, minus 224 degrees Celsius. Hmm. That's cold. Hmm. Colder than Neptune. But it's, it, it, as you delve deeper into the core of Uranus, it's warmer. It does, yeah. Hmm. So, so the deep what's it at the core? The deeper you go, the hotter it gets. Uh, hot, Uran- hot, hot. Uranus experiences uh, some most extreme seasons of the solar system as the planet's equator is nearly at right angles to the orbit. Uh, nearly a quarter of each Uranus year, Uranian year, the sun directly shines on each of the poles um, while the rest of the, of the planet is plunged into darkness. So was it, where does it say the core temperature? It uh, doesn't say. Average temperature of clouds, you know. This is just an opportunity to actually say Uranus a lot. Okay, good. Well, I, I don't think we've met our quota lately no, no. of Uranus we, we, stories. We've been, so. ne- we've been neglecting Uranus for a yeah, while. so it's about to concentrate and focus on Uranus. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's a community service announcement. Uranus matters to us. Yes. Uh, sp- we, we haven't lowered our discussion this low for a long time. No, so right. we need to work on it. Uh, Rocket Labs has been selected to p- provide the uh, launch for NASA's Vader orbit. Vader, Vader, V A D R. Your lack of beard disturbs me greatly. Um, so Vader's orbital mission. So California-based uh, aerospace Rocket Labs. I thought they were New Zealand. Rocket Labs, mm. Rocket Labs, uh, New Zealand, but maybe they, you know, to to I've get some American it. businesses setting up in US. Yeah. Uh, so basically, they've they've won the uh, the contract to 
provide a commercial aerospace service to NASA, um, budget of $300 million. Uh, as one of the 12 selected partners for the project, Rocket Lab will now help deliver various NASA payloads into orbit over the next five years, ranging from CubeSats to equipment design to enhance the agency's scientific R&D. Yeah, so small payloads, probably under you know 50 kilos. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, the VADA launch, yeah, so what was VADA? I can't remember what Vader was. I think we mentioned it in the Vader. Past. He was a <laughs> asthmatic. He was uh, Luke's father. Yeah, Luke's father. Yeah. Who who was also who you know, a whiny it. kid. <laughs> I hate sand. Um, <laughs> supercomputers simulate black holes. All right. Um, the floating two. Where was the, the one about the 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 um, the what? The the solar storm. The solar storm. Mm, no, tell it's us, not on Trello. Tell us, tell us about the solar storm. The solar storm. You mentioned it earlier. Yeah, yeah. Musky sent up uh, a number of his Starlink satellites, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that get in the way of our, of our uh, astronomy photography mm-hmm. and yeah. and so forth. Uh, it got hit by a geomagnetic storm, which is the result of a solar flare, mm-hmm. um, before it got into orbit, um, which then caused them to not get into orbit, uh, get caught in the Earth's drag and burn up in the Earth's atmosphere. Around 40-odd uh, of these satellites. 40? Forty-odd, somewhere between forty and forty-nine. Was that a, was, sure was that a full payload know. or was that just partial payload? I'm not sure how much is on. I, I think some of them still made it. Okay. So they're designed. You know, they, these things happen, mm-hmm. and they're designed to um, be able to get up to altitude and get out the way. But because this was happening during launch, yep. uh, they didn't have the time to do that. So they got hit and disturbed and burnt up in the atmosphere, mm. which is you know disturbing. Why? A disturbance in the force. Mm. Yeah, so apparently uh, we're getting a few more solar storms. Yep. Sun reaches the solar maximum in uh, 2025. Okay. So we can expect storms to increase till we hit that point. So is that that's like a seven-year cycle or something like that? I thought it was 11. 11? It might be. 7, that. 11, you know, they rhyme. 7, 11, mm. you know, you want to go get your, your dollar coffee. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. This, this is not paid ad. So, no. so yes. So uh, so that didn't work so so well. But you know, I think he's got thousands of these things up there. Oh now. yeah. The, I'm not sure if you can get it. The idea of Starlink is that you can uh, uh, get cheap internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. They are providing to Australia. So they are providing to Australia. Yeah. Yep. So their service is available in Australia. Um, is it cheap? It is. Well, it's reliable. If, it's it's cheap for people who can't get internet anywhere else. So, if you're like if you're in the middle of nowhere, you uh, you um, yeah, it you can get internet where it, yeah. your usual ISPs aren't providing through, through Starlink. Correct. When your ISP can't doesn't cut the mustard. Correct. If you're in the middle Starlink. of the Southern Ocean, Starlink might be, give you a service because cool. guess what, Telstra or Optus just won't cut it. So I had one other mm-hmm. space story yeah, shoot. that doesn't seem to be in the Trello. Psyche. How's your Psyche? My Psyche? Yeah. Do you remember Psyche? No. Psyche is the asteroid that's apparently made of iron out there uh-huh. that's worth, you know, a, a trillion, trillion dollars worth of iron. Okay. Um, that, uh, you know, everyone's going, oh, I think NASA is sending a probe okay. there as well. So this is the thing that got people all excited mm-hmm. about mining and space okay. and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. It's, uh, 
you know, about uh, 200 kilometres of uh, wide asteroid of apparently pure iron. Pure iron. Uh, which was the original thought. Right. And now? So a recent study has looked at it and looked at how it affects other mm-hmm. a- asteroids and bodies around it. Yep. And it said it doesn't weigh as much as we thought it did. Right. So why the surface looks like iron, so when you do mm-hmm. your uh, the light that comes off it and yep. your spectral analysis and all these things, it says, you know, metal. Mm-hmm. And the assumption was it was a metal ball. Mm-hmm. Uh they thought it was like the core of a planet that didn't quite get to be okay. a planet. Um, it's not dense enough to be metal all the way through. Right. So now what they're thinking is they had iron volcanoes. All right. So that, you know, when it was forming and it was very hot, um, some of the iron internally basically bubbled up and volcanism to the mm-hmm. surface and Spurred ran across the surface. Mm-hmm. So what you've got is... Well, uh, volcanic flows of, of metal okay, and not a purely metal asteroid. So it might have been hollowed out? Uh, so it might well, it's be, probably might be solid empty? all the way through. It's oh. probably rugged like the okay. rest of the so not, asteroids. Hasn't been hollowed out until probably a, a fair chunk of a design. So, you know, it might be a trillion, trillion dollars. It might only be a hundred trillion dollars oh, worth okay. of iron. Um, <laughs> I didn't see anything that said... Uh, how much it's worth now, right? <laughs> with their new calculations, um, yeah. What I say, two hundred and twenty-six kilometer round Jeez. sphere of iron would be you know, mm-hmm. worth a bit, and I'm sure would destroy the economy of the Earth if you tried to. Well, at least Australia, it, it would drop the it would drop the price of iron dramatically. <laughs> mm. So I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah, mining in in, in Western know. Australia would probably uh, dry up. Yep. So psyche. Uh, was going to be the great mining saviour. Not so much. Now it's just a good mining saviour, I suppose. <laughs> but yes. Oh. Uh, all right. What else we got? Um, I think that's all. We could actually. So we'll transition to the Musks. Some pick out some of these Musk stories we had. Well, we just had a Musk story. We did. So his satellites went boom. His satellites went. So there's a couple of Musk the stories. The Musk report. The Musk report. Spreading <laughs> our Musk across the internet. Musk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ah, pink sticks. Ah, must sticks. I love a must. Uh, Tesla's being invest- investigated um, over its braking system. Was this after uh, the phantom braking? Oh, this wasn't the car that hit the other car where the guy was um, watching a movie. No, no, hit a police car. No, this this is uh, basically there's been reports of Tesla cars just braking randomly while driving. Okay. The US government is investigating reports of Tesla car braking unexpectedly on motorways. A so-called phantom braking problem is being looked at by US regulators and National Highway Traffic Safety Administrators. Is it phantom braking? Uh, or are people just going to sleep and their <laughs> foot falls on the brake? Well, I think they've got uh, the plenty of ev- evidence to say that's the... Because um, basically these things are cameraed up to the Wahoo, so... I know, but it's like the um, the problem, was it... I can't remember the company and I won't say because... Mm, legal reasons. For, for legal reasons, <laughs> but mainly my memory reasons. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that, you know, they said the accelerator would stick uh-huh. and they couldn't stop the cars. Yep. And there were a couple of deaths and accidents to these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Malcolm Gladwell, who does very good mm-hmm. podcasts and... Or, revisionist or, history. Uh, revisionist history amongst some others, he yep. does. Um, and it might have been on revisionist history. So they did a lot of 
they did a bunch of tests on cars, right? Which you have the brake, you could uh, actually have it stick down mm-hmm. because it gets caught in the carpet or whatever. But there's no cars where if you hit the brake, the brake is the engine is more powerful than the brake to no. keep it going, right? If you just hit the brake, you will stop a car even if it's at mm-hmm. full revs. Um, so most likely these things are put down to people's panic. Of, yep. You know, I've got that, I'm panicking, I'm thinking I'm hitting the brake, I'm mm-hmm. not really, I'm just still hitting the accelerator and and all these things happen. So it's not necessarily the, the car, right? Yeah. You, you could stop the car, but... Um, because of people's panic and yep. other things. Well, this is why the... Uh, it, it led to a lot of recalls when actually the cars would have stopped if you put the brake on. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why... It, so there are enough... There are 354 complaints in the past nine months, so hence why they're actually doing an investigation now. So, yep. um And are they like full braking events or are they just like, oh, the brake kind of goes on and off? Uh, I, I believe it's on and off. So uh, drivers say the issue occurred using the autopilot drive assistance. Feature gives it the vehicle control of, uh, some elements over um, braking and steering while driving, although it's not suitable for a human driver. Um, Tesla recommends that r- drivers remain vigilant, mm. yada, yada, yada. Because um, I know my car brakes weirdly because mm. it's got the um, cruise control that's... That yeah. goes on the cars in front, right? Yep. And sometimes cars in other lanes will set it off or... Sorry. Sorry. My, my mic has drifted. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, cars in other lanes will set it off or even yep. some things on the side of the road will set it off going around corners and mm-hmm. stuff and you'll feel the car yep. slow and you go, why are you slowing? Right? Yeah. But it's not weird braking. It's, it's how just, it's designed. It's just how it's designed. Yeah. So, well, I mean, they're talking about like 11 crashes in autopilot, so... But out of out of um, where was, was the figure? Um, approximately four hundred and sixteen thousand Tesla Model Threes. So it's a very small percentage. But I guess anything like that, is, uh, they try to investigate well, early. That's right, and, and because you're relying on it, yeah. Um, a small amount of crashes, people get up in arms about. Correct. When you actually have humans driving the mm-hmm. car and crashing them all the oh, time, yeah. that's not a problem. Oh, look, I mean, out of that four hundred sixteen thousand <laughs> models, there's probably like several thousand accidents human related. So, but yep. That's that's not a Tesla problem. That's that's a human problem. A human problem. A human. It's not the human. Um, in other Musk news, uh, a teenager seeking fifty thousand dollars <laughs> from Elon Musk to uh, delete his Twitter bot that's tracking his private jet. So basically, he's um, this uh, this teenager has written a script that uh, tracks um, Muskies. Not, not just Muskies. But um, Bezos, um, Bill Gates, yep. um, uh, basically he's able to because each of these aircraft have transponders. Yeah, because if you go to FlightAware, you know where all the flight- well. See, FlightAware doesn't actually p- publish those. Oh, doesn't it? Those private jets, so they're not allowed to. No, some agreement anyway. So they don't show private jets no. on the commercial jets. Yep. But um, that information is freely available if you know where to look and this guy knows where to look and he's created all these twitter accounts for these uh for these well-known people who are flying around and so but elon musk said oh you need to get rid of it because it's It's an invasion of my privacy it's dangerous and you know people could do things nefarious with it and he offered him like some piddly amount of five thousand dollars and he goes uh no i want to i want a car and then uh, some some third party 
uh, hire company said, look, we'll give you a test model three for six months. He goes, no, I want a car to own. And he goes, that. No. So, but yeah, it was just, it's been interesting to see this um, backwards and forwards. And this, this, this kid's not actually breaking any laws. No. He's uh, he's just doing his bit, but um, oh, the uh, well, is it like doxing someone? Surely, but is it? It's not. You, you, it's not telling you where they li- you live, no. but it's telling you where they are. Yeah, you know, if I published Vlado's movements of every uh, true ten minutes, yeah. no one's going to follow it. But it's still, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's true. But yeah, hey, maybe Michelle, <laughs> where is he? He's supposed to be right on the lawn. now. Um, but I think it's amusing that that uh, um, a multi-billionaire is so tight with his uh, offer of. <laughs> I mean, he put a, well, if he, he cares, he put a car in space for, that nobody's going to touch. Offer, give the kid a car, but I, I can see the 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 uh, precedent that would set. So why they don't want to encourage this? Because then every da- man and his dog will be. Uh, well, it doesn't sound like it's very hard to actually publish information. No. So. no. All right. Um, and in what there was another Musk story, which was Neuralnet. So in the technology, we've got the Neuralnet story. Um, da, 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 Where's the Neuralnet story? Um, basically, uh, Neuralnet, um, the uh, company that's um, going to allow... Uh, put a brain in the chip, so that's actually in. Put a brain in a chip, or a chip in a brain. Chip in the brain. So, Elon Musk's brain chip company, Neuralink, faces animal cruelty abuse claims. So, uh, why? Because he's been putting computer chips in animals' brains. Correct, and basically they've been uh, leaving them to die excruciating deaths, according to um, former employees. Um, so they've. Yeah, crude surgeries and extreme suffering are the allegations being made by animal welfare people who are citing employees of the uh, Neuralink uh, company. So, um, so they're being investigated and, uh, yeah, hmm. Elon Musk for the win. Neuralink, don't put chips in brains. Well, how are you going to make those flying monkeys? Um, put them in cannons. Fly, they're ballistic <laughs> monkeys? <laughs> they're flying. All right, ballistic and flying, yeah. ballistic and flying. All right, it is it is two past twelve here on ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. It's not rocket surgery episode three hundred and ten with Tony and Vlado. Um, we should do some more station breaks because uh, they've popped up again. You know, we'll do a station break. We'll do a song. We'll come back and we'll find out some of these other stories that we haven't gotten to in this in the uh, last cool. hour and a half. We'll learn stuff. We will back soon. And we're back. Yes, that was uh, Some Nights by the Stellenbosch University Choir with the uh, Some Nights by Fun. Some nights are... You know, fun. 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 You know, fun. I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> try and steer clear. You know the thing that girls want to have? Just want to have. Just want to have. No, that was uh, the, the, the choral cover. By South African um, University, Stellenbosch. Cool. Some nights. Uh, all right. This is a 
98.9 Northwest FM. It's Not Rocket Surgery, episode 310 with Tony and Vlado this uh, Sunday night slash Monday morning. Because it's after midnight. After midnight. 8 past 12 at RCKTSRGRY. That's Rocket Surgery Novels. All right. What else we got? We got actually, we'll do, we'll do the other two stories that we said I promise we'll do. Did you promise stories? I well, forgot. you know, on, on the Facebook Ah. On and on the Twitter, um, the end. We've done the track tracking Musk. So we've got the NFT scams, yeah. NFTs, non fungible tokens. Yep. So apparently, uh, one of the biggest NFT marketplaces has been shut down because of fraud and yeah, most and fakes and yeah, people taking things that they don't owned and making an NFT of it and then making thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars from it. So, for example, somebody took the first tweet ever ever published mm. and did an NFT of it, but it wasn't um, Jack from Twitter. But does anyone own that tweet? Well, he does. Is it, isn't it first to the NFT? <laughs> no, that's that's the thing with this. Anybody can create an NFT. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of people buying the NFTs thinking that they are buying the copyright Ownership of such thing as yeah. I think we spoke about the Dune people who bought Correct. the first Dune book and mm-hmm. said, you know, now we can make movies and yep. all these things. It's not yes. what you're buying. So no. it, that comes down to the whole buyer beware. But uh, yes, apparently, I mean, people making whole heap of uh, NFTs of of Rainbow Cat. I think I'm I think I'm still too old to understand NFTs. So basically, it's just a blockchain. Yeah. Um, so, but I know people who are buying NFT racehorses and racing them on online digital racehorses. Okay. And, and it's NFT. And you know people or you know old people? No, I know people who have done this. Okay. They're um, making any cash off it? No. It's a bit of fun. Okay. So, um, and, and those, those monkeys, the, uh, the NFT monkeys. Yeah, NFT monkeys. They're, they're going for like squillions. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, but anyway, um, where's this NFT story? Was um, NFT? Uh, where's what was the name of that marketplace that got closed down? Yes, evidence piling up of a huge number of NFT f- sales are fakes, uh, completely confused millions, yada yada yada. Um, one of the other articles had um, had a name of the thing, but basically one of the biggest markets. So not the OpenSea one, but one of the other one um, is, uh, yeah, because they weren't actually policing it or making sure that anyone had the right to make an NFT of it. But, yeah. Buyer beware, I think. I'm more interested in this one. Scientists say the device can simulate any flavour. That was the other promise we, we oh, sorry, promised. Cool. So, so basically it is like, well, with... Television, basically. Smell-o-vision. Well, it's taste-o-vision. So, um, but with television, they create uh, any color light with activating yeah, the yeah. three colors. So, a scientist, I think, from Japan has been able. These, these ones are always scientists from Japan. Always. Or Norway. <laughs> <laughs> um, is able to basically, uh, with uh, a combination of three electrodes, um, create any taste. Japanese researcher created a taste display that's capable of producing any flavor when you lick its surface. Mm. 
So delicious. The lickable screen called the Nor- <laughs> delicable screen. I like it. The lickable. <laughs> the lickable screen. No, I'd go with delicable Del- as my um <laughs> trade name. Delicious. Delicable, delicious, and delightful. Uh, called the <laughs> Norimaki or Norimaki. Oh, not the naughty monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, synthesizer uses five different gels, each containing uh, uh, corresponding to five tastes of the human tongue. Can distinguish uh, between salty, acidic, bitter, sweet, and umami. Mm-hmm. Um, by weakening and strengthening these five different tastes uh, through the use of electrical currents, the device can reproduce any arbitrary taste, according to the researcher. Or shock your tongue. <laughs> it looks. It looks. A- Crude device. It does look crude, but you know, uh, like an optical display that uses light and the three basic colors to produce arbitrary colors, the display can synthesize and distribute arbitrary taste together with the data acquired to the mm. taste sensors. There are several problems with this, mm-hmm. obviously, right? Well, because multiple people can watch television at the same time, but. Well, so would you be licking the same screen? Oh, that you, I haven't got cinema, that far. In a cinema screen? But, you know, smell and things and tastes are all linked together, right? So mm-hmm. just exciting the different taste buds is not going to produce the same taste. No. No, and that's, and that's the thing. Aroma is a huge part of mm. the of the taste. Um, so, um, and so I think this is a first step. So if you, if you combine taste vision with smell vision then you might be able to get a... Order up a pizza. Order up a pizza. I was thinking more a coffee type thing because that would be a, a true test, something that has the subtle, the subtleties, a nice red wine or something, you know, where the, where the fancy people say. I do worry about the whole family just licking the TV. <laughs> right. Why not? Well, what, you know, a family that shares shares together. I don't know. Licks together. Licks together. Um, so the, 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 the device uh, fooled participants into experiencing the flavor of every, everything from gummy bears to sushi without having to place a single item of food in their mouth. Hmm. Okay. okay. So you, you probably wouldn't get the full sensation, but good enough to actually... So you'd use this for a diet. Oh, I'm hungry and just... Yeah, you know, potentially. Stick this on your tongue. Yeah. And then eat a lettuce. <laughs> yeah, sure. You could. Why not? I mean, if you want to, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, set it up in your day spa and offer fancy foods. Uh, in my asteroid day spa? Yeah. Okay. Because it would be cheaper than cheap, cheaper than shipping food out to the That's a good spa. point. That's right. That's I mean, a very good point. Think about it. All, all, mm. the, all the space protein st- foods that are yeah. bland. You Here's your dried ice cream and stick this on your tongue while you, you swallow can make, it. Make it whatever you want. No, that's <laughs> 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 uh, Blue seal. No, it's just ice cream. Uh, okay. All right. Next. Uh, so what are the other stories? Any stories in here that your uh, particular um, physicist finds a particle that switches between matter and antimatter? Ooh. Um, the new uh, artificial enamel is harder than more and more durable than... Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah? What do you know about this? What do I know about this? Yeah. Scientists made enamel. <laughs> that uh, Your teeth are covered in enamel, mm-hmm. which are made from cells that... 
basically uh, mm-hmm. make enamel, but once you've made it, that's it. That's it. You know, that's it. it doesn't really- enamel's gone. It's hard. It can last forever, but one- yeah. most of us treat it like crud, <laughs> and it all it all wears away and mm-hmm. gets eaten away, and our teeth are uh, susceptible. Yes, once once it get cracks through the enamel, the uh, underlying coat is actually easily corroded and penetrated. So, so scientists, and I'm, I, I can't even see where the uh, story is, but scientists have um, recreated the uh, the enamel mm-hmm. or, or uh, designed a, an artificial enamel. A, an artificial enamel. So it's slightly different chemical makeup, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently it's actually a bit stronger than the actual yeah. enamel that's there. Um, there wasn't much about. I think they've just made the enamel. There wasn't much about how you could actually apply it or apply it to to say a tooth. You could sure. make you sure could make like a false, gels that you. I think they they kind of make it in a block and are able to carve it, but it's not something they can sort of. You know, it's, you can't paint it on. You can't paint it on or okay. make it into a putty or something like that. So you can imagine you could use it for a crown or something. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Okay, but um. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting start because apparently this is something scientists have been trying to do for many a year, and uh, finally, because apparently enamels like this uh, crisscrossing we- woven fibers and all these things that make it really hard. Okay, so you've got to kind of grow it like a crystal or whatever, mm-hmm. so that you're um the 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 one they've invented doesn't have the crisscrossing fibers okay it, it more has uh, parallel fibers but it's still slightly stronger than than the enamel that you get in your teeth okay so could could be a future there where we can actually have the enamel in our teeth replaced which would be uh, pretty cool it would be cool uh, it'd be definitely uh, um, uh, an advancement they're, they're actually saying from creating body armor to strengthening and hardening surfaces for floors cars. Oh yeah, and you many, could also I, use it for big industrial thing, but I'm worried about my teeth. teeth. <laughs> that I've, uh, you know, I've got several fillings. Uh huh. And, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, well, didn't I mean, treat them well as a youth. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, cool. That 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 is a cool story. Hmm. So, and our University of um, Nottingham, I believe it was. Ah. So yeah. Welcome to Nottingham. Nottingham. Uh, what else we got? Um, but other, some other biology stories. Man breaks neck playing virtual reality game. Oops. Supposedly. So apparently this was uh, somebody playing with the Oculus. A German gamer, 31, um, knew something was horribly wrong when he felt his neck crack after moving too intensely while wearing virtual reality headsets. So this is goes to the extra weight on the head and... and so he's done it by moving too fast with mm-hmm. the Oculus and the weight of it. Yep. Well, and this is a uh, doctor's claim: the thirty-one's repetitive movement led to the neck being damaged before the bone finally went cracked. Yeah. So I'm putting this down to you know your weak, insipid gamers <laughs> with no neck muscles whatsoever. <laughs> that's, that's right. right. It's no heavier than say a, a football helmet. <laughs> no. Or a, well, it's it's a lot lighter actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yes, it's just, you know, get out in the sun, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise your bones crack and your oculus breaks your neck. Yep. <laughs> that's, your, that's your public health warning. Uh, some other biology stories while we're in the uh, – heading the football. Um, so, uh, Don't. So, um, basically, there's been a study of soccer players and headering mm-hmm. the ball um, and there's actually been a link between um, that and damage to the micro-RNA. So 
the repetitive concussion Correct. injuries. So they've basically said that they're talking about bringing in um, limits on how many times uh, soccer players should head of the ball in practice. So no more than like eight headers in a practice session. Because um, during a game, it's less unlikely that they're going to have so many forced uh, impacts. But they said like in training because you're doing it all the time. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, they, but they did a study, small study, um, so they acknowledge that there's some issues with the uh, sample size, but basically said there's definite markers in um, uh, in the microRNA. The differences between uh, the the control study where they didn't do any headering and the and the group that did headering during the game. So I said, and so and we know what's happened with the uh, American football and. Uh, Can you wear a padded hat? You could, or you could change the rules of the game so that you don't actually allow headering. That would change the. Game itself it quite would. significantly. It would, but no, the game's changed. That game has changed. The game's games evolve. Yeah, it used to, you know, look a lot like rugby. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, a rugby used to look a lot like soccer. Yes. Yep. They were all individual games at different universities mm-hmm. that they made up the rules at each time they Correct. came together. Correct. And they they would have stuck, mm-hmm. and they they codified them. So, but yes, they codified them. Could. Turn them into fish. Codified. <laughs> yes, they turned them into fish. Um, and the other story that was uh, in there, uh, can you die from getting kicked in the testicles? I knew you'd get to this one. <laughs> I saw it there. I wasn't going to prompt. I wasn't going to do anything. No. I was just going to wait till you, you uh, came across it mm-hmm. and uh, tell us, can you? <laughs> just give us the answer, yes or no. Yes. Quick. Oh, shit. You can Die from getting kicked in the nuts. That's so. I suppose you can get die from getting kicked anywhere. You can kicked yeah, in the head. But there are there are documented uh, cases of where people have been uh, their death has been attributed purely to a kick in the nuts. And what is the mechanism of death? That doesn't actually tell you. That they don't know. They don't investigate. Is it like some, shock. So, some of these are actually internal bleeding. All the cases, you know, just a, a lack of willing to. Will to continue. I think it's the microphone. It's the speaker outside. Uh, so getting kicked in the testicles is undeniably painful for everyone who doesn't have testicles. Think about a migraine, but for your vagina. What? <laughs> That's what the article says. Okay. A migraine for your vagina. Um, and you'll have a rough idea what it feels like, but could a kick in the family jewels actually kill you? Well enough of you have Googled the question to take... Uh, to delve, yada, yada, yada. Um, the earliest case of a reported death um, was from getting kicked in the testicles was 1843. Um, so basically a man in, in, in Germany, um, was uh, there was a fight and he got kicked in the nuts and patient fell to the ground and seized and violently convulsed and was dead in minutes. There uh, you go. Yeah, um, so Rochambeau is out. Yes. No Rochambeau. No Rochambeau. Uh, so, um, and there are other other cases. Eighteen men, eighteen-year-old injured. <laughs> eighteen men. I was going to say. Eighteen-year-old injured his testicles while riding a bike. Two months after the incident, he experienced severe pain on his left of his scrotum, as well as a fever. The doctors reported the teenager eventually died from systemic inflammation, inflammatory response syndrome, and an exaggerated uh, defense response to the body's injury and medical shock. So, um, a second case of a man who was hit in the testicles by a car. Wow. 
Hitting the testicles by a car. I that's know. an aim. <laughs> like, <laughs> is it a very uh, narrow car? I don't know. Is it, did like just the corner? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the worst. When you just get like, flicked. Oh, the click. Oh, just oh flick. Yeah, my no. wife threw my remote. I said, pass me the remote control. <laughs> she tossed it over. It slipped through my hands. Just like. Just flicked them. Mm. I was down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, Damn remote. She was laughing. I'm sure she was. Laughing her head off. <laughs> Would she be laughing if she had a migraine in her vagina? No. <laughs> I'm sure if I suggested it, I would have a migraine somewhere. <laughs> She'd be throwing that remote harder. Uh, so uh, hit by the by a car and his testicles resulting in the death before he could be treated in hospital. During the autopsy, the team attributed his death to a hematoma uh, covering the whole scrotum. <laughs> Bruised balls. Bruised balls. <laughs> Jeez. He died from blue balls. Bruised balls. Bruised balls. And they probably were blue. Yeah. And purple. <laughs> so, uh, although attempts were made by expert doctors in the emergency department, they could not revive him. <laughs> expert doctors. <laughs> that was in quotes. It's like, yes, doctors are experts at helping <laughs> people, but were they expert doctors at, at traumatic testicle injuries. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) So this was written up in the the International Journal of Medical Toxology and Forensic Medicine. No other injuries uh, over the body were sufficient to cause death individually and in ordinary uh, course of nature. What? So basically they attributed solely... His death solely oh. to the, uh, the so, injury. So for him, there were no other injuries that they no. saw no. might cause death, just gi- giant swollen balls. E- examination of the scrotum in, on autopsy revealed an ex- the extent of injury. The scrotum trauma was enough to cause death. Death. Oh. Hmm. No. Terrible way to go. <laughs> on the bright side, it's highly unlikely that, that it w- you would die from uh, from getting hit in the nuts. Yes, so so Joe Root should uh, be very careful. Joe Root, who's Joe Root? Joe Root's the English cricket cricket captain. Okay, he was. Uh, I think they used him as the hit in the abdomen <laughs> area okay. well, several times this uh, during this uh, test, test uh, season. The Asher season, Australia. Yes. Okay, uh, and generally went out in the next couple of balls, <laughs> balls, balls. <laughs> um, the thing is, when you get hit in the nuts, the stomach ache that follows is is a killer. That's that's the nauseousness. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, is that Michelle? No. <laughs> George? <laughs> no. It's uh, no. no, no, no. Uh, uh so yes, t- t- uh, testicular rupture qu- uh, causes death, which is left untreated, can lead to uh, tissue if dying. Death is left untreated; it can <laughs> lead to tissue dying. The tissue death leads to necrosis and can eventually lead to death. Uh, as with other injuries, seek advice from doctors. If you believe the symptoms warrant it, uh, you are un- unlikely to end up as one of the very few people who get bald to death. Rochambeau, Rochambeau to death. To death. No. death by Rochambeau! Yes, that would be terrible. And I think that we're, we're done. I think, I think we're done. I think we, we can't, I think we're we can't follow on, that up with anything. Finished on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> and our work here is done. We are. Um, uh, thank you to everyone who who chimed in during the show. Uh, Maria, uh, to, uh, 
George and Michelle. Tony, thank you for coming in. Uh, good to see you again in the studio. Uh, thank you, Jesla, for uh, working. Um, thank you to all our podcast listeners in the future who are enjoying this. Hopefully, uh, hopefully enjoying this. This has been episode uh, three hundred and ten <laughs> of uh, "It's Not Rocket Surgery." Um, in, yes, in the can. Uh, uh, Maria's uh, posted a, a thing of uh, the meme of uh, Homer moving slowly back into the bushes when a friend tells you to buy an asteroid. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maria. All right, so we're going to go out with a song. Uh, Smells like Team Spirit cover. Um, by uh, Scary Pockets. So, Tony, thank you. Thank you. Everyone else, thank you, uh, and good night. Ciao. 30 seconds. Ignition sequence start. We've got a roll program. It's not rocket surgery. The latest in science, technology, and geek culture. Astronauts report it feels good. Sunday nights from 10.30. Broadcast and streaming live. Podcast at all the usual podcast places. Follow and like us on Facebook and on Twitter at RCKTSRGRY. Uh, here's the way Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. The Eagle has landed. Hello, greetings, and good day. My name is Keith Gala, and I'm the host of That Was Great, Wasn't It? Each week, I'll be joined by my friends, both old and new, to reminisce on our youth via the nostalgic power of Saturday morning cartoons. Some will be classics, some will be classical air quotes, but all of us pondering the same philosophical conundrum. That was great, wasn't it? Season 1 will be breaking down Pro Stars. Pro Stars is part of NBC's 1991 Saturday morning lineup, and featured the all-time greats of Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky doing their best to stop bad guys, inspire the youth, and protect the environment. Keep up the speed with the show by following us on Twitter and Instagram at How Great Was That. Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.